In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. So as we approach kind of the middle of the Kiyak month, we're still kind of in that mood of preparing ourselves and preparing our hearts to receive the Lord Christ. Just like as the world received Christ a couple thousand years ago, every nativity we receive Christ into our hearts. And this period of the nativity fast, and especially the month of Kiyak, is a time of preparation for us to prepare ourselves. And as we read in several of the Gospels and several of the readings, we notice that the readings these days are very rich with the sacraments of the church. And we read also about so many different situations. If you remember uh, the, the previous weeks, we were talking about different parables. We're talking about, you know, treasure, you know, build treasure for yourself in heaven. And where your treasure is, your heart will be also. And today we actually have a very significant story that teaches us something that is very important in order for me to prepare myself. And this is the idea of submission. This is something that made St. Mary so great, is her spirit of submission, that she submitted to the will of God no matter how tough or how impossible what was asked of her seemed. As we read in verse uh, 37, it says very clearly, the angel says very clearly, for with God nothing will be impossible. But unfortunately in our day and age today, when we hear something like this, there's a million questions that end up following this. Okay, so nothing is impossible. So if I said that I want this and this and this, can you prove it to me logically or not? How is this scientifically possible? How is this something that can be proven with logic? No longer is, uh, is it a world of simplicity or a world of faith. <clears throat> and this makes it tougher and tougher every day for us to submit to the will of God. So today we're going to talk a little bit about the spirit of submission. What are the indicators that I'm living a life of submission? And maybe what I need to do in order to live a life of submission. So first of all, when it comes to submission, we have to remember that God gave all humanity free will. Everybody was given free will. We get to decide what we want to do. We have to decide from our hearts whether we want to follow God or not. It's not forced. So this is something that is very important for us to keep in mind. God is not going to come and force any of us to follow Him or to be believers in Him. He sends many signs and it's for us to take these signs. It's for us to actually follow Him. And as I said, it is up to each person to also, while being believers, to surrender to the will of God, to submit. And there's a big difference between submitting to the will of God in our life and giving up. There's a huge difference. Sometimes they're very mixed. And even in Arabic, the, the difference in letters is very few. Like submission is taslim, but surrender or, or uh, sorry, giving up is istislam. So it's like very similar, right? But they're actually two very different things. Submission and giving up are two very different things. Thank God for English because now we know like there, there's a huge difference in the words. So we can tell the difference. No excuses. So it is up to each of us to have the spirit of submission and to try and reach it. So what are some signs in my life that can tell me whether I'm, I have a spirit of like giving up 
or I'm, I'm always just hopeless or if I'm really, really living the life of submission. First of all, a person living a life of submission will have calmness in their heart. They will be calm. They will take everything kida in a way that's like in a gentle manner without freaking out about everything, right? And then the opposite of that is fear. If I'm constantly finding my life filled with fear, and fear doesn't just mean like I, I, I know what's right from wrong or I, I, I know not to do something wrong because I'm, I'm scared I'm going to upset someone. No, I'm talking about fear. I'm talking that I proceed, I proceed in every step of my life with fear. I hinder opportunities for myself and for my children and for, for those around me because of my fear. I am scared to go to church because of COVID. I am scared to, to, uh, to, uh, to invest time in praying because I have an exam tomorrow, so on and so forth. If we constantly see that we have this in our life, then we need to review ourselves. Someone who has a spirit of submission will be calm. Just like every one of you, you're here even though there's a strand of COVID. This calmness that we have in our hearts, this zeal that we have to come to church and to partake of the sacraments and to pray together as one body of Christ is something that shows that we have the spirit of submission in our life and it's something that should be maintained. And this spirit of calmness is a very big indicator. The second thing that goes hand in hand with that is trust. Trust in God. Trust in those who care about us. If I have trust, if I trust God and I trust His will in my life, then I have a spirit of sub then I'm living the life of submission to God. I'm submitting to the will of God. As we saw when the angel came to St. Mary, she didn't freak out or she didn't go running. Yes, she was, it said that, that his, the way of his greeting troubled her, but that doesn't mean that she was like, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, I'm seeing a ghost. No, it wasn't like that. She, she was just kind of, you know, to, to say it in slang, she was weirded out by the way he, she was greeted. Like, okay, this is an angel, obviously, but why are you greeting me like this? It was out of humbleness, right? But some of us, you know, like living in the world today as humans, whenever we see something, it's like, think, think about it this way. If you're sitting in a room by yourself and all, this, all of a sudden you see an angel, how would you react? This is what you really have to think about. Am I going to be calm or am I going to freak out and run or am I going to sleep with the light on? You know, so having this calmness and having this trust that, that, that God knows what is right for me shows a life of submission. I trust that no matter what situation I get myself into or no matter what situation I find myself in or whatever happens, whatever kind of trouble, I trust that it is for my benefit. Everything works out for the good for those who love God. If I have this trust in my life, and this doesn't mean like in this world, there are many things that are very troubling. And it's very hard, like let's be real and let's be honest. It's very hard to trust a lot of people. I completely get that. And I'm not saying we should go around and trust anybody who says anything to you. No, this is actually the opposite of what I'm saying. I'm saying we need to be putting our trust in the right people, putting our trust in God, first of all. And having this trust in God will help us get on with our life. It'll help us accomplish things that we never thought we could. It'll help us get to places where whenever we look back at our life, how did I ever get here? Wow, I was in somewhere completely different. Look where I am today. Thanks be to God. This is the life of submission. The opposite of, of, of trust is, is complete help, uh, hopefulness, hope, 
hopelessness, sorry, hopelessness and also a type of fear as well. We spoke about fear a little bit, but this idea of hopelessness, where if I, if I run into trouble, khalas, it, it's done. It's done. That's it. It's the end of the world. It's, uh, I'm done. I'm done. You know, like I, I just, I, I didn't get the grade that I need to in this class. So that's it. It's the end of the world. I can never take this class again. I can never, uh, you know, like if I take another class that will boost my GPA, no, this doesn't exist. If I get a bad grade now, that's it. And of course, I'm not encouraging people to get bad grades, okay? But uh, what I'm saying is, if a situation happens, if I react to it with absolute hopelessness, like let's say I'm a failure, I'm a failure. Uh, you know, I didn't, I, I didn't get the job that I interviewed for. I'm a failure. No, no. If we have trust in God, then we know that it's for the it's for the best. He didn't just allow this kid randomly. He didn't just allow it randomly. If we're truly faithful in God, then we'll see that maybe he allowed for, for me not to get this job or allowed for this situation to happen for me to learn a lesson or to prevent a further trouble that can come my way. And another sign is joyfulness and happiness. Those who live a life of submission to God have this joy in their heart. You can feel it when you talk to them. There are certain people that we talk to, right? That they're like, oh, this is a happy person. I like talking to this person because he makes me laugh or she makes me laugh, right? And then there's other people sometimes we talk to that it's like, I'm going to go get my dose of depression today. Like this, it's the end of the world, right? Like, like you go and it's like, all right, let's meet up somewhere. And it's like, oh, Abuna, the traffic is going to be so bad. This place is going to be so crowded. This place is going to be so expensive. Calm down, kid. And let's, let's look at the positives, right? So there's this spirit of, of, of the opposite of joy is, is sadness and sorrowfulness. Those who lack submission, the life of submission in their life, will find themselves always being sorrowful about everything. There are situations where, where, where it wouldn't make sense, like, like, yes, there are situations where we need to be sad. Like, if, if, if a loved one is sick, it's okay to be sad. Otherwise, if, we're, if we don't, you know, I don't know how to translate that in English. Um, but, uh, don't have blood? I don't know. Um, but, yeah, right? But when we are in certain situations, we need to realize that not, we, we shouldn't be taking everything with pessimism, right? St. Mary when we look at the gospel, was told she would be a mother, first of all, in a society where if it's not 100% clear that this person is married, then she will be labeled as an adulteress and she will be stoned. And she will be, and it's a very, that's a very gruesome death. It's, it's horrible. But she didn't, like, her only concern is, well, I don't know a man. She didn't say, you're, you're just signing the death sentence right now. You're, do you know what you're saying? Are you sure you're an angel? Maybe you're the devil and you're just trying to end my life because I've been serving God my whole life. This is a war. You're going to get me killed. Right? But no, she was completely submissive. She, could, she picked up and discerned that this was from God. And she took it with absolute joy and happiness. And it's so important to take examples like St. Mary in our life and truly try to apply, you know, these great saints and their lives in our hearts and in our lives. So, what are some solutions? 
if I'm lacking a little bit in the, in, the, in the submission department, what are some things I should work on? The first thing is faith. I need to work on having faith in a faithless world. It's tougher than what it, of how it used to be. Back in the day, it used to be easy, for example, and uh, those of you that serve, especially starting middle school and up, will start to see, if you've been serving for a while, you'll start to see questions have changed over the last few years. The questions of the kids have changed. What they ask about what they're interested in has changed. Because we live in a world that questions everything and doubts everything. And in order for me to have a life of submission, I first need to work on my faith and trust in God with no conditions. My faith cannot have conditions. I cannot say I'm going to believe if I get this miracle. If I get this, then I will believe. If I get this, then I'll come to church on time. No, our faith has to be without conditions. Because just like we need to realize the glory of God in the good situations, we also need to realize the glory of God when He takes me out of a bad situation or when He helps me learn from it or helps me walk on top of the bad situation. There's a very nice contemplation I heard from a bishop. And I really need to look this bishop's name up because I cannot remember it. And every time I mention him, I can't remember his name for some reason. But he said something very nice. He was giving a sermon about the story of St. Peter walking on the water to go to Christ. And he said that St. Peter, when he was walking on the water and looking at Christ, he, he was doing it like, like there's no trouble, you know. This dude's literally walking on water and he's not scared. But as soon as he started to look around and as soon as he started uh, to notice the wind around him and is like, man, this water is kind of soft, like I'm in trouble here, is when he started to sink. And it shows that in a world filled with troubles, because the troubles aren't going anywhere, right? Christ didn't make the, the, the water disappear. He made Peter walk on top of the water. So in a world filled with troubles... Christ will help us walk on top of these troubles and trample these troubles and always be on top. But as soon as we start taking our eyes off of Christ and not focusing on that as being the goal, then I will drown and sink into all of the troubles that are around me. So it's important to realize that faith is important not just in the good situations, but also in the bad situations. And in order for me to grow my faith, there's a couple of things we can do in, in our lives. Number one is to pray from our hearts. It's not just the idea of having a spiritual canon or if I just pray every day, like, okay, good job. You pray the Akbay in the morning and at night. Bravo alaik. Like, all right. Like, all right. Did you focus on the words? This is about what matters. This is what matters. It's not just about, oh, I pray. Yes, it's important to pray the Akbay and everything. But do I think about the words? When I say, Thy will be done in the Our Father that we say in every single prayer, even before we eat, do I focus on Thy will be done? Or in my mind, am I saying, My will be done? They rhyme, but they're completely different. It's important to focus on Thy will be done. A second thing is to practice a spirit of thanksgiving in the prayer. We have the thanksgiving prayer, and it's said during every, every single thing. In joyous occasions, by the way, the wisdom of the church, and this is great. In, in, in weddings, we say the thanksgiving prayer. In liturgy, we say the thanksgiving prayer. And in funerals, we say the thanksgiving prayer. And it's important in our life every day to pray this prayer 
and to try as much as possible and focus on what we thank God for. And a very simple exercise, and Abu Nathanasius actually taught me this and, and, and taught the people, Archangel, this, is to count, right? Thank you for everything concerning everything and everything for you have covered us, helped us, guarded us, accepted us to yourself, spared us, supported us, and brought us to this hour. Count them on your hand. There are seven things. And if you practice this, it will get you thinking about truly what God protected you from and what blessings He bestowed on you. It will make it easier for you to realize the good things out of, uh, you know, that, that, that you have in your life. And, of course, lastly, we need to strive to not let the thoughts of hopelessness take over our life. It is a war that the devil loves to play with us today. Whenever we do anything, whether small or big, even if we're confessing a sin and we fall in it again, we feel hopeless. Like, okay, because I committed this sin again, that's it, I'm done, I'm going to hell. This is not the case. This is not the case. God wants us to try. God wants us to repent. God wants us to constantly be meeting with Him and to constantly be trying to improve ourselves. Whenever we get these hopeless thoughts, the best thing to do is to stand up and pray and to go talk to Abuna, to go confess to go confess and you will get the encouragement that you're looking for. Don't give in to these thoughts. It will ruin your life. It's so important for us to strive to have happiness in our life and that starts with God. If we cannot put God as the priority, then we will never have happiness. May the Lord give us joy and the spirit of submission during these holy days and glory be to God forever and ever. Amen.